0: I'm Mary Kinsella, host of her engineering career podcast, helping women engineers like you confidently command greater influence and impact. Hey, my engineering friends. Today, we're talking about what I think is an awesome skill to have as an engineer, and that is managing cross functional teams. It's a fascinating form of team leadership. And there's so much you can learn that will help you in your career. This is episode 62, and you can find the full transcript at herengineeringcareer.com slash 62. You have opportunities in your career to lead teams, but have you led a cross-functional team? Just like the name says, a cross-functional team is one whose members come from various groups having different functions. Multiple functions can mean within the same organization, or, even more challenging, among multiple organizations or companies. You may not seek out this kind of opportunity, thinking it's not worth the effort or the politics involved. You may decide you like staying within your own organization where it's familiar, or you may not see how an assignment like this is relevant to your career. But you'd be missing out on some great experience. Managing a cross-functional team is the ultimate experience in team leadership. If you get the chance, you really should take it. Here are some of the benefits. As a leader of a cross-functional team, you'll be intrigued. It takes a unique approach, as I'll talk about more in a minute, It stretches you and helps you be more creative in connecting with people and accomplishing the team goals. As the leader of a cross-functional team, you'll mature your leadership style. It'll give you great exposure for future roles in your engineering career. When you're good at this kind of role, you'll notice that team members are extra appreciative because they all know what a challenge it is. You'll notice your reputation spreads to and through all the organizations involved. That's a good thing. It builds your rapport and it builds your organization's rapport, also a good thing. And you'll also notice that it pays you back in the future through connections and opportunities. It's an awesome experience to put on your resume. Nothing matches it. Let's take a look at some of the challenges of leading cross-functional teams. At first glance, they seem the same as the challenges for leading any team, but there are key differences because you're dealing with multiple organizations and a mix of missions, priorities, and philosophies. It's a different kind of team leadership because of the following five challenges. First, you have to get members to buy into and promote the goals and objectives of the team. Even if these are not the first priority of their individual organizations or are not exactly the same as each organization by itself would set up. In one of my government program management roles, I led a large cross-functional team involving several companies. We spent a lot of time up front getting buy-in. Members had to come to terms with the fact that they would have to compromise on a few things, and they had to trust each other. For my part, that meant facilitating a lot of discussion before we even dove into the first task. Second, you have to be patient and listen to all viewpoints. You must respect boundaries and any competitive positions between organizations. You got to realize there will be opposing views among members. Third, to be trusted, you need to be open and transparent. Members got to feel that you have their interests at heart. They got to know you're including their input and feel comfortable coming to you to discuss issues. Fourth, to make progress, you have to get the team to agree or come to consensus. You also have to be willing to make a decision that's not going to please everyone, and then follow up with those who are displeased. This requires compromise, negotiation, and diplomacy. I remember having to do this when our team needed a process for evaluating proposals. Since there was competition between members, I had to step in and make a decision. I knew what the decision had to be, but convincing all members was the hard part. I learned a lot about explaining my case in a tactful way and about sticking to it. And fifth, you have to be aware of elephants in the room. Sometimes members won't bring up issues that they just want to go away, right? Especially issues that might negatively affect their own organization. You have to address these situations so that they don't roadblock team progress. Mastering the leadership of cross-functional teams takes some practice. You'll need to hone your leadership skills, like we just talked about compromise, negotiation, diplomacy, decision-making, and listening. As you're building your proficiency, feel free to book a strategy session with me. We can brainstorm some approaches to enrich your capabilities and get you ready for your team leadership role. Go to herengineeringcareer.com and click on Book a Strategy Session. Try your hand at managing a cross-functional team. If you haven't been given the opportunity yet, see if you can seek one out. It'll supersize your skills giving you a boost in your engineering career. And best of all, you'll enjoy the challenge. Next time on Her Engineering Career Podcast, I'll be sharing some networking mistakes I've made so that you can avoid them in your career. Be sure to tune in for Episode 63. Thanks for listening. That's our show for this week. Please help other women engineers by sharing this podcast on social media. Rate it five stars and give it a nice review.